Hello and welcome to this, the next in our series of podcasts promoting this year's Toastmasters District 91 in UK South Spring 2016 Londinium Conference. With me today are husband and wife Philip and Evelyn Khan-Parney who are going to share their stories with how they found conferences in the past and how you can get involved too. Evelyn and Philip, thank you very much for joining me today. So my first question to both of you is to tell us a little bit more about yourself as people and how you guys met and just about your life in general. Well, when I was at school, I loved speaking out and debating and I loved elocution class. Saturday morning, my favourite day at school. And so Toastmasters is a continuation of speaking in public. And I was a member of Junior Chamber and you get to chair meetings and things. And I didn't know how bad I was. In fact, I didn't even know how to chair a meeting, but I used to do it nevertheless. And one night I met Toastmasters there. I had a chat with them briefly. I didn't know who they were or what they did until that moment. And a couple of weeks later, I met another Toastmaster. So Toastmasters seemed to be running after me, so to speak. And... He invited me along to the the next meeting, which I went, and the rest is history. As far as, far as I'm concerned, uh, I was always a good speaker. In fact, I, I won the All India Intercollegiate Debate uh, at the age of 18 in K- when I was in, at university in India. And then in, in, in later years, I was training salespeople and... Uh, I, I'd never heard of Toastmasters. So um, when eventually I had the opportunity, and I'll tell you about that in, in a moment, when I had the opportunity to join the Toastmasters, of course I welcomed it because here was the opportunity to, to speak, to make speeches and that kind of thing, which I like doing anyway. Uh, so speaking in public has always been part of, of, of uh, my life. It's always been something I was good at and always something I liked to do. Uh, and um, following the example of Jock Elliott, who from Australia, who won the world world championship public speaking uh, two three years ago, he said he was he was a very smart guy because he married a Toastmaster. So that, of course, is is uh, is a clever thing to do because uh, you have the same area of interests. And we met, Evelyn and I met at a Toastmasters conference. So. That was one of the benefits I gained from joining Toastmasters. So how did you two meet at the conference? Well, the first time we encountered each other, we didn't actually meet. Uh, that was the first time I uh, spoke at the district conference, and she was a judge. Uh, she got it right because I won. And we didn't actually meet on that occasion. But three years later, we were at another conference, and we met uh, just the night before the speech contest, and I didn't win. I I came only second, uh, but that's that's where we met, and it was at Gatwick, wasn't it? Gatwick Crawley, Crawley, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So, what made you both join Toastmasters, and what made you stay in Toastmasters? Well, Toastmasters gives you an opportunity to speak in public. And I was looking for an opportunity to speak in public. And not only that, you're evaluated every inch of the way in Toastmasters. And before I joined Toastmasters, 
I was a pretty okay speaker, but I was a lecturer. And the Jesuits and the Redemptorists that preach fire and brimstone onto their congregation had nothing on me, let me tell you. So Toastmasters uh, removed all that from me. And now I'm much calmer and a much better speaker. I was always keen on public speaking and um, I'd never heard of Toastmasters. And about six months after the death of my first wife, I got a call from Ed Woodger telling me about Toastmasters, saying that a, a new branch was being set up uh, in Bromley. And was I interested? And I thought, am I, would I be interested? Or would I ever? So I, I, I joined up very quickly. Now, what was important to me was that in, at that time, because it was only six months after the death of my first wife, I was, I was deeply traumatized. And what Toastmasters enabled me to do was to develop a focus on something that, A, I was interested in, and B, required a lot of application. I worked very hard at it. And I, in fact, I joined four clubs. And uh, it, it took me just one year to, to go from a beginner to a district champion. Just one year. One year. Exactly one year. Wow. That is very impressive. But it took a lot of work, it took a lot of application. I was living on my own with my cat, and I would set up a, a video camera in my living room, make a speech, play it back on my television, critique myself, and so forth. And it, it was simply the fact that it, I was working at it, it gave me a focus, something to concentrate on, and develop my skills. And uh, Toastmasters was the environment in which I was able not only to, to, to practice, but also to get some feedback on how I was doing. And uh, it was kind of a structured uh, process. And that was, that was and belonging to four different clubs meant I got four different kinds of feedback and reception. And uh, it, it was incredibly helpful for me to do that because I met a whole bunch of very interesting people who had the same sort of interests that I had, and it just enabled me to go faster along that path. Yes, I've definitely recently found that getting outside of your own club and finding different audiences is making a massive difference to my public speaking. Mm. So... How long were you in Toastmasters then, Philip? Because I know you're not currently a member. Uh, I, I can't remember how long I I was in Toastmasters. It may have been, uh, what was it? Nine, I joined in 92. Um, I don't know, maybe about seven or eight years. Okay, and Evelyn, when did you join? I joined in 1978. I think. And I've been plodding along that path ever since and enjoying it. And I've done lots of activities and I found it very beneficial in other ways more than speaking because I, I, I've done all the roles except one and that's district director. I hesitate because it used to be district governor. So that's the only one I haven't done. So I've done everything else. And that entails a lot of conferences, seminars and presentations. So I did all of that. And on the way, I ran some youth leadership clubs, clubs, speech craft and gavel clubs. And they were very interesting. And I really enjoyed them. 
And I founded a number of Toastmasters clubs as well. Well, I co-founded them because you don't do it on your own. No, absolutely. It's all about the teamwork. Yes. So, obviously, you guys <coughs> met through but Toastmasters. If I'm, if I'm interested to interrupt, what I found in, in Toastmasters, by the way, wasn't simply about the, the, the process of making speeches and, and carrying on the roles and so on. What was very important, I learned something, I learned a, a, something significant by going to the, the international conference in North America. What I found there was that the people who belong to Toastmasters over there have a much greater sense of commitment to the movement, and it's it's about a lifestyle thing and about self development and so on, and their 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 commitment to Toastmasters is, in many cases, a kind of lifelong one. It's not as though they simply turn up somewhere to go a couple a couple of times a month. It's it's they they feel that this is part of the way in which they want to be. It's part of their their thinking uh, processes. Is about how they improve themselves all the time and support one another in that process. And it's not as though it's, 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 it's a finite journey that, that you, know, you, you have to go from here to there and get, get your, your, your badge or your certificate. A lot of them seem to feel that this is the way in which you go on. This is how you run your life. And the commitment to that is very significant. And uh, it, it, makes, it makes it feel as though you're part of a tribe. And I got that sense in America. It's, it's not so strong in the UK, but it was certainly very strong in America. And to some extent, it's, it's quite strong also in Ireland. And uh, I found that extremely invigorating. And I, I much enjoyed being a member of Toastmasters. And I only stopped being, being, being a Toastmasters because I really didn't have enough time. Okay, that's fantastic. I think that the sense of community is something that I think is potentially growing over here with regards to uh, all the clubs getting together and reaching out. And I think social media is helping that, which will be quite interesting over the next couple of years. Yeah. So obviously you guys met through Toastmasters, but how yes. else have you benefited from being a member of Toastmasters? Well, I think going to the conferences is very beneficial. And in the early days of Toastmasters, I cannot remember the first conference I was at, but in the early days of Toastmasters, we used to come over on a bus from Ireland. And the bus was great fun because we used to have a Toastmasters meeting on the bus. And then we'd arrive in the UK invigorated and all ready to go for the conference and meet a lot of new people. And every year you, you went, you met some of the same people. And, and that was very nice. And as well as that, there's lots of educational sessions in the at the conferences and they're beneficial. And I used to give a lot of these educational services when I was on the district council. And that, of course, was also beneficial. And overall, it was just a good place to be. And then we'd come back home on the bus and we'd have another Toastmasters meeting on the way home. Now, here's something. Uh I'd never been to Ireland, but, but once I joined Toastmasters, I went to Ireland for my first district conference. And um, I'd never, as I said, I'd never been there before. So I met the Irish people, and the, the uh, Toastmasters conferences in Ireland are much, much more fun than almost anywhere else. And one of the things that we used to do uh, in, in, with the Irish present 
was to have a, a, a sing at the end of the evening. The, yeah, and that that was much more pronounced in Ireland than anywhere else. Now, when we went over to America one year, uh, some of us noticed that the Americans don't, didn't do that, and so the the, the District Seventy One people. Um, under the leadership, in fact, on that occasion of Ted Corcoran, got together and we we started the the, the same singing um, process or uh, entertainment in, in in at the end of the day, and the we had all the um, the American and Canadian and and other uh, Toastmasters sitting around in a circle, and one by one, Ted Corcoran called us forward and uh, announced. Introduced us, those of us who, who wanted to sing, and we would stand in the center of this big circle and sing. And it knocked the Americans out. They were absolutely staggered by this this process and the cohesion that it generated. It was really, really quite remarkable. And it, I think it's now become a kind of regular thing. But that kind of activity, that kind of crack, is is absolutely central to the Irish way, and that is a, a, a great addition to being in Toastmasters um, in in Britain and Ireland. So, what have been your yes. best conference yeah. moments over the years? Well, I suppose the whole atmosphere of the conference, and of course I used to judge a lot of them, and being there meeting people, the bus journey to and the bus journey fro, and that these were my highlight highlighting moments. And of course, meeting Philip, that was a big highlight. <laughs> I, I much enjoyed my very first uh, district conference, partly because I've never been to something like that, and partly because also I, I won the, the, the contest. And um, another, two years later, I won again, and I enjoyed that conference uh, immensely. It sounds as though maybe I enjoy it because I win, but but it's not so. I've enjoyed the other conferences as well. And the conference I, I attended uh, last was the one in Brighton. It was District 91's first conference. And I was privileged to be invited to <clears throat> to make the, the um, a, a keynote speech there which I enjoyed doing, and it was very well received, and uh, that was very invigorating as well. Now, it, all of this, all of this is connected with the the public speaking um, activities that I have carried on elsewhere. For example, I'm one of the co-founders of the Professional Speaking Association, and one of the other co-founders was also a Toastmaster, and together we, we decided it was very important for us to uh, to take public speaking to a higher level and link ourselves with the National Speakers Association of North America. And so we set up the PSA, the Professional Speaking Association, in 1999 as a direct result of the two of us having been successful Toastmasters in Britain. And the other person, of course, was Ricky Arundel. Fantastic. So you've both presented at conferences. Yes. Philip, you said that you've given the keynote's address. And yes. what do you get from standing up in front of the audience and presenting at a conference? What I get is what I consider to be central to the whole business of public speaking. Public speaking, speech making, is not the same as um, other forms of, of, of speaking in public. 
in my view, speech making really is about making a change in the thinking, attitude, or behavior of your listener. And I say advisedly, listener in the singular, because you may have hundreds of people in front of you, but you have to address yourself to each individual. And being able to stand in front of a large group of people and address individuals and help to make some change in their thinking, attitude, or behavior, that is what I get from spe uh, making a speech in, uh, at, at a conference. And to help the audience to realize that we can all make a change. We all should be aware of the change that we can make when we speak in public. That is what I get from it. Well, you gain great confidence from co talking at conferences. And I gained great confidence. And as well as that, I liked doing it. And I was very familiar with all the procedures and the, the, the processes in Toastmasters. <laughs> and I liked giving other people those skills. And at one stage, I was very interested in committee procedure. So I used to do a lot of presentations about committee procedure. The other thing that I was very keen on was judging seminars. And I gave a lot of judging seminars because, in my opinion, there are not enough judging seminars. And people go to conferences and they judge with very little knowledge about what they actually need to do. I just wanted to add also that going to international conferences makes a big difference because you meet people from other countries and what you have in common is the uh, the public speaking format of Toastmasters but you discover that their approach to it is very different in different countries but they're all committed to the, to, to the same kind of tribe and they all and it, it is so uplifting to go to the international conference and meet people from these other countries. And it's so encouraging also to see that in recent years, the world champion has come from countries other than North America. So I would really encourage anyone who's interested in Toastmasters to go to the international conference. Well, I've been to the international conference and the first evening we were there, we went into a restaurant to have dinner and the waiter was in Toastmasters and he invited us to his club. So we went to his club as well as the conference and met all his club members and we had a good evening there. But that's not the only international club I've, I've been to because I've been at a number of clubs in North America. And it's really nice to be in a, a foreign city and think, oh, I'll go to Toastmasters and you're among friends once more. Yes, absolutely. That's something I'm looking forward to doing as I start to travel more. So finally, do either of you have any words for those listening and are undecided about attending the conference this year? Well, if anybody is undecided, I would say, yes, go to the conference because you will gain enormously from attending the conference. You will hear great speakers. You will have an opportunity to attend educational seminars. You will meet people with similar interests and you might even get to sing a song if you're lucky. Well, as a Toastmaster, you're probably uh, focused on what happens in your own club and it's a it's, uh, fairly limited kind of focus. You go to the conference and you suddenly realize that there is so much more to it. And you'll meet other people from other clubs and other areas who, are, who have a much wider range of interests, all connected in some way with public speaking. You'll, you'll be encouraged by the enthusiasm that others have for the whole business of Toastmastering. And it, it is 
such a pleasant experience that you gain such a lot, just the pleasure of being there amongst people like that with, with common interests, that it really adds a huge new dimension to your understanding of the benefit of Toastmastering. So anyone who has never been to the conference, I'd say, go. You must really go. Well, that's been fantastic talking to you this evening, guys. Thank you very much indeed for your time, and I look forward to meeting you both at the conference. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Ian. Bye-bye. And that was Philip and Evelyn Karnpani talking about their past experiences at Toastmasters conferences. If you'd like to join them at the Toastmasters District 91 UK South Spring 2016 Londinium Conference on the 7th and 8th of May, you can book your tickets at www.d91toastmasters.org forward slash conference. And on that website you can find out more information about what's going on and how you can help us to promote this year's conference so that we can make it the best conference yet. If you'd like to share your stories about previous conferences, you can get in touch with us at podcasts at springconferenced91.org.uk. That's podcast at springconferenced91.org.uk. Alternatively, if you look in the show notes, you can find both of those addresses, and I very much look forward to seeing you at this year's conference.